Winefellers comes to you from the lavish WHUP studios in Hillsboro, North Carolina. Listen to us also on WPVM Asheville, WCOM Carborough, and WRLY Raleigh. Support for the Winefellers comes in part from the award-winning Yesterday and Today Frame Shop, Framing yesterday's memories and today's treasures since 1974 and located in Boone Square in Hillsboro. This week's Winefellers is brought to you by The Stool Stool, improving your bathroom posture since 2015. The Stool Stool, we're number two. Your business name here, proudly serving Hillsboro since site year here. Your business name here and... Cody's Laboratory Animals. Just say Winefellers and receive 10% off your next order of live hamsters and rabbits. Test with the best using Cody's Laboratory Animals. Welcome to this week's episode of The Winefellers, right here on WHUPLP, Hillsboro, North Carolina. I'm Joe, co founder of TrueBottle.com, your professional source for wine auction prices. And my good feller Mark here, fine wine auction director with Leland Little Auctions. And together, we are the Wine Fellers! Wine Fellers, we got nothing to do except sit around here talking wine with you. Well, Joe had a bad day, got canned from the factory. the wine fellers it's national pistachio day so pull out your nut sacks for the most definitively vague episode of the wine fellers ever on today's show it's time for a special event as we learn about the eight best drinking games you've never heard of but that's during the second half of the show during the first half we will conduct another wonderful wine tasting and then it's time for the wine news all this and some more ill-considered Winefeller song exclusives right here on a fetid yet savory episode of the Winefellers. But first, what wine are we drinking today, Mark? And wine, y'all. Hey, Jay, Mark. Oh, my gosh. How are you doing? It is so oh. great to see you. I can't believe it. This is going to probably be our best show ever. <laughs> I'm not just saying As it. always. How are you doing? I'm doing well, but... But what? Uh, this studio, Mark. <laughs> What's wrong? It has not changed. No, uh, we had uh, had to take a, a, a few weeks off, but we're back. And I gotta tell you, I'm not <laughs> I'm not a happy person because the reason why I'm not happy is uh, I I forgot 
my headphones this week, <laughs> and uh, I am using the headphones supplied by the radio station, and I feel like my ears are already filled with ear mites. The uh, <laughs> earphones, for those of you, I mean, uh, obvious, I'm like, for the, I was about to say, Mark, for those of you familiar with earphones, right. which is everyone, uh, it's not something that you want to use of someone else's. No, right? you it, want your own, and you definitely don't want to use the radio station's <laughs> community headphones. Like, you wouldn't walk into a public restroom no. and use the toothbrush that's sitting on the uh, sink. It's pretty much the same thing, and, and I don't know if you know this about radio stations, and I do apologize to all the other guests of the radio stations <laughs> of, 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 oh, of, of, of WHUP, but the you know, radio stations do tend to attract an unsavory proud well it attracted <laughs> us yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't use my own headphones if i wasn't me goodness so. gracious no <laughs> but that aside i'm going to muscle through this radio show um <laughs> and today we were having a wonderful wine pairing yes please tell me more before, drink. give more drink but first yeah. today is national pistachio day no. I, my nutsack is in hand, Mark. I see. I see it there. <laughs> An entire day has been set aside for everyone's favorite nut, pistachios. <laughs> pistachios arrived in the United States sometime in the 1880s, <laughs> but they have been cultivated in the Middle East since biblical times. I, I'm not meaning to laugh, but uh, that is... <laughs> It's something I never thought I would learn about. That's right. The so history of this pistachio nut. So enjoy your nuts, Joe. <laughs> so now we're on to our wine. Thank, thank goodness. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> Just. Well, you can see, uh, but I did give you the green nuts there. I, I appreciate that. So it is a 2003 <laughs> Penfold Grange Shiraz from Australia. Mm-hmm. This is a wonderful wine. Mm. Uh, so the uh, it's a Shiraz, and a Shiraz grape is actually the same thing as a Syrah grape. Shiraz grapes are Syrah grapes that are grown instead of France. It's grown in uh, Australia. This, like just like your story, Mark, about how you fell in love with wine, drinking a port, like yes. a 55 gram or what, I don't forget what it was. Yeah, uh-huh, exactly. right, uh-huh. So I fell in love with wine. W- after drinking a Shiraz. Well, it's a wonderful wine. It's a beautiful grape. And so uh, Shiraz, or Syrah, where mm-hmm. it's originally, so the Syrah was uh, still grown, it was originally grown in the Rhone Valley in France, and yeah. someone realized that in Australia, this wine can also be grown, these grapes can also be grown here, and they changed the name a bit. Um, so congratulations, you've learned something. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Can I drink now? Well, did just the show, if you're, you know, if you're listening out there, you've learned something, and now it's all bonus. So, right, so now, now we can get on to the not learning anything section exactly. of the show. Well, we're first going to drink our wine, and it's uh, here you go. Very nice. It's uh, <laughs> very, very nice. Did you just do that? Did you do that? Very nice. Very nice. Your 2003 Penfold Grange. It's a wonderful wine. Uh, one of the better wines from Australia. It's a great floral nose. I, I'm smelling. You, you know. You know. I think. Uh, a koala bear would love this wine because, uh, and don't ask me how I know this, but it smells of eucalyptus, Mark. Ah. The preferred leaf you're right. of the koala bear. It does smell. I do get that smell, and I get eucalyptus and a little bit of black cherries <laughs> and raspberries, uh, maybe some vanilla. Some uh, some uh, licorice or, uh, I don't know, uh, 
It's uh, it's it's just a wonderful, yeah, licorice. <laughs> wonderful. Bit, wine. I don't know, a little bit. Good structure. It's 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 young, young wine. So if you're playing along at home, <laughs> please open up yours. <laughs> and uh, and this is a wonderful wine. So we'll be uh, drinking this throughout the show. I'm so glad. And um and uh, we'll see what we bring in next week. But uh, thank you for bringing this wine in. No, thank you, Mark. <laughs> you are listening to the Wine Fellers on WHUP. Now playing is the new, widely celebrated hit song, Dundee, a Wine Fellers original creation. Some say that I'm hard to know You didn't know me a long time ago I was weightless even though I was downcast You know I traveled every road To every town I suppose But if there's one place I can't find It's the past If suddenly I've disappeared Nothing to be feared I'm going back to Dundee By the North Sea If suddenly I can't be found No, I'm safe, safe and sound In the West End of Dundee
Welcome to North Carolina's only fine wine newscast, where your good wine fellers, Mark and Joe, discuss real wine stories from this week's news, offering you an insider's view into the fascinating and often hilarious world of fine wine, right here on WA. This week on the Wine Fellers News, not losing weight with those bottles of Skinny Girl wine? Well, maybe something's wrong with the Skinny Girl brand and not with you thinking you're going to lose weight by drinking diet alcohol. Are you tired of too much beer giving you headaches? Well, a new study has found the world's best cure for those headaches, beer. Does red wine make you sleepy? Then drink less red wine. Wait, I mean switch to white wine, all right here on the news. Uh, oh boy this wine is very good it's a wonderful wine the first (laughs) news story in a surprising turn of events it appears that low calorie cocktails may not help you lose weight huh i know huh since bethany frankel launched skinny girl cocktails in 2009 there has been a booming trend of supposedly guilt-free drinks promising all the fun of the alcohol but with little of the weight gain yeah, that's that's like, uh, you know, it's what uh, has been referred to as something that's too good to be true, Mark. Well, um, I wish it wasn't. I <laughs> bought so, I've yes, I too have fallen for this I've marketing. So many cases of this that I, I find difficult to leave my house. But <laughs> so it is. Uh. I have this wine um, now. Here comes the bad news. I guess it was so oh, successful boy. that Frankel actually sold the business and. For a hundred million in 2011. No. With the idea. Of this no. Diet. No. No. Yeah, she did. So naysayers, or in this case, quote unquote, nutritionists, <laughs> warn people to do their research before assuming that slim liquor will get you fit for the summer. I, th- <laughs> I thought you. I thought you had uh, a saying that rhymed with uh, liquor. Slim liquor won't make you thicker well it won't do that either but you know <laughs> so, so yeah that was good yes, that good. that rhymes we were talking about rhymes it, earlier. It, we're talking about, so that good. works so you know these nutritionists if they yeah. want to you know they're always kind of they, they want to tell you that what you're doing is wrong in this case they want to tell you that drinking alcohol is not going to help you lose weight of all the different people i've met at parties Okay. Yes. All of them drinking, all of them eating. It's a party. You're supposed to drink and yeah. eat whatever you want. Mm-hmm. The 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 the, uh, the individuals mm-hmm. that are m- least welcome. We're both there. Are nutritionalists. <laughs> nutritionists. <laughs> But nutritionalist too. I'm with you, man. <laughs> so it turns uh, out, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. If I go to a party and there's an, either a nutritionist or a nutritionalist there, uh-huh. I walk out. I mean, just the nutritionalist. Oh, what do you do? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, How do you know if someone is a yeah, nutritionist? I'm leaving, or you're leaving. <laughs> but that's what's going to happen from this point forward. Who invited the nutritionist? 
<laughs> We're invited in the traditional ones. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So oh, it turns my. out that studies show all alcohol, skinny or not, slows down digestion and triggers the appetite, causing people to overeat. Ah, uh, so the alcohol mm. is actually has fewer calories, mm, but yeah. but it than other alcohols, but it yeah. engages your appetite. Yeah. So and despite the low calorie count, these uh, diet. Cocktails end up having the same impact on the waistline as standard drinks. Well, it's like zero-calorie cannabis, Mark. (laughs) You won't gain a pound. Right, exactly. (laughs) Yes, yes. Cannabis will not lead to directly to your weight gain. Try the (laughs) new cannabis diet. Yeah, just lock up your cheetos. (laughs) Exactly. I have a feeling the skinny girl wine was doing the same thing. Yes, skinny Skinny, skinny girl's cannabis. According to Adrian Daly and her, 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 Adrian Daly, her title as personal development-based nutrition coach, if you're going to drink, you have to know that booze is booze. Yeah. So, a two, <laughs> well, since me, geez, a this two, coming from a nutritionist, from a tr- nutritionist, a 2015 <laughs> study They're published brilliant. in the journal Obesity found alcohol makes people's brains more sensitive to food aromas, making them crave food and devour more than they'd consume while sober, thus yeah. increasing the risk of weight gain. A uh, year after the Skinny Girl Gosh, brand, they need to go to school for this. Yes, you do. A, a year after the Skinny Girl brand expanded to include wine and vodka, in in 2012, there was a 44 percent increase in restaurants using the phrase "skinny" on their drink menus. Oh boy! So Daly also said drinking these sorts of cocktails p- make people feel cheated because you're drinking this and crave more. So to drink light, anything gives you permission to drink more. So oh, of course, yeah. yeah. So this, you know. <sighs> my bubbles burst, so so much for my. What are you gonna do with all the wine? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, I do like to take baths in wine, as you know. <laughs> so I guess I'll resort to that. <laughs> what else am I gonna do? Uh, you drink it. Yeah, or yeah, or drink it <laughs> in spite. <laughs> all right, so that's good. So we've talked about Skinny Girl before, have we? Yes, Skinny Girl vodka. We have talked about that. Okay. Yes, we have, and so I'm glad to see they're back in the news. Yes, me I mean, too. even though it's not. Not good news. No. I mean... (laughs) No, it's not good news. (laughs) It's not good news. So the second story. Yeah, okay. Although beer is obviously fun, who knew that it could also make you feel better? Well, probably everyone who's ever had beer. No. Oh. No. Oh. Nope. A new study from the University of Greenwich found that three or four beers can erase... I'm sorry, can ease your pain better than some over-the-counter painkillers. Oh, of course. You act like this is everybody knows this. Nobody knows this. For years, I have used alcohol not only to deaden the physical pains in (laughs) my life, okay, but the crushing, just soul-sucking depressions. Oh, you're really selling it. <laughs> you're, really, you're really selling the beer. Beer, beer, not just for your physical pains. Right, for your soul crushing <laughs> emotional pain. They really should put that on a, on a billboard. <laughs> it really I, sells it. I just thought everyone knew this. Uh, evidently not. Okay. Yeah, because like, I haven't heard this in the uh, I Budweiser <laughs> commercial. But they, everyone looks so happy in those commercials, I know they do, Mark. and they look just totally pain-free. 
The study found that when a person brings their blood alcohol content to the legal limit of 0.08%, that person's pain threshold is elevated. Did you know this? I did not know this. But does it make sense to you? What did you say? That when, <laughs> that when you're legally drunk that you don't feel as much pain. I had no idea. The researchers concluded from their study that alcohol is an effective analgesic, meaning pain reliever, that delivers clinically relevant reductions in ratings of pain intensity. With the so-called opioid epidemic, Mark, yes, I'm amazed that the uh, drug makers mm-hmm. of these are not jumping on this bandwagon. And you say so-called opioid <laughs> epidemic. Well, okay, <laughs> when you go into the emergency room, right, broken bone, uh-huh. let's say, and they give you some pain medication, Yes. are you telling me that in the future they may just keep a nice cold ice chest full of beer? Well, it looks like it needs to be three or four. Four beers. Wow. But it but it says that the power of this, of four beers or whatever, is more is more powerful than Tylenol. More pof, powerful than acetaminophen. I can believe that. I mean, more powerful than Tylenol? I mean Dude, Tylenol doesn't do anything. Probably. But I, I guess, mean so but, compared to four beers. I mean, like if I have a headache at work and you look and you walk into the bathroom and there's like that bottle of Tylenol, I mean <laughs> You're say- what we're saying is, like, instead have that beer fridge if you're having, a, I guess, that headache. And In my just... quote-unquote medicine cabinet. Yes, and it's like you, you announce to people at work, hey, I have a headache, so I'm going to the beer fridge for I... my headache. And, <laughs> and you drink your two, three, four beers, and your headache, you know, feels better. <laughs> but better, but even better than it would if you took Tylenol. I completely believe this, but, but that it's so crazy that it that it shows you that that it shows this. I mean, that's uh, I, I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, I mean, we've all seen, and we we know, in fact, that uh, you see people who've been in car accidents, right, because they've been drinking and driving, and they're never the ones that get hurt. No, they. That's oh, are yeah. we are we saying if you're going to be in an accident, you should. You should no, probably be drunk. No, we're not saying that at all. That's terrible. No, we're not saying that. So, of course, no one is suggesting you go out and drink beer to the legal limit every time you stub your toe. But this study suggests that you should go out and drink beer to the legal limit if you happen to be in pain, say, from a stubbed toe. <laughs> <laughs> well said. So the next time you feel a headache coming on, consider a pint or two. It'll make you feel better. You see, you just wrote their first commercial. I know. I mean, this, I don't know why beer commercials are not just jumping on it. It really just doesn't make any sense to me. It really doesn't. Oh, I know why. Legal problem. It's just us. Yeah. It's us. It's us. They don't want to have anything to do with us. Yeah. Okay. The third story. Give it to me. When it comes to the engineering of emotions of humans, alcohol evidently can do it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It can both energize and relax us, temporarily erase regrets, while creating even new and better ones. It can be both liquid courage and a downer. It can even both smother and ignite family blow-ups. I am so confused. According to a new study surveying nearly 30,000 people, researchers found that uh, drinkers turn to different types of alcohol for different moods and purposes. It's like uh, turning to tequila when you want to enter a blackout rage. 
<laughs> right. I, so you've sorta. heard you've heard some people say yes. X liquor. Yes, does this. Y liquor does this to me. But but there's so there's research that shows actually some truth to this. If you want to gain a certain emotional state, that drinking certain types of alcohol will get you to that emotional state. There's actually studies done on this now. It's really interesting. And now I have done no reading on the topic. Okay, well, or any scientific okay, research. So tell me what you think, and I'll tell you if you're correct. I think the reason this is mm-hmm. is it all has to do with the gut microbes in your intestines. Oh, the research has no idea why. No. Well, I'm telling them. Okay. Uh, so they can stop now. Yeah. You know, quote me as their source. Right. So the research gets into, like, which alcohol does what. Oh, they. Oh, so, okay, so I can switch gears and, 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 uh-huh. and predict this. Absolutely. So and when we talk about they 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 say, you know, uh, vodka does this, tequila does this, gin does this. Yes. Is that what they're saying? Mm-hmm. And they've concluded that for all people, gin will do one thing and vodka will do another. Yes. You've got to tell me what Yes, I mean, per percentage, that's true. So, for, for instance, about 53% of respondents thought that red wine relaxed them and uh, 60% reported it made them sleepy. Okay. So, and only 2.5% of red wine drinkers listed emotions uh, such as aggressiveness, that red wine made them feel aggressive. Okay. So that makes... Okay. I think that yeah, makes sense. I think that... I think that uh, that goes along with my anecdotal evidence. So, so when you compare to uh, spirits or cocktails. Okay. So nearly 60% of respondents felt that spirits or cocktails energized them and boosted their confidence. Yep, yep. 42% said it made them feel sexy. Okay, yeah, yeah. Makes me feel Makes me feel sexy. Dead sexy. However, <laughs> nearly 30% of the survey takers thought that spirits also made them more aggressive. Well, of course. And it's weird that the cheaper the spirits are, hmm. the more aggressive. That's interesting. They did not become. get into price range, but that would make sense to me because I think like cheap tequila, if you want to be super aggressive and angry. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that would probably be the drink for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then it goes down from there. You know, you start getting into household cleaning products. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, you're shooting Pine Sol. <laughs> 409 that that'll really, really bring make, out the rage the rage in you okay <laughs> well that's good so uh, so what what if you've been drinking 409 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do not get that guy near 409 <laughs> so nearly uh so for another calming option you okay. can go with beer nearly 50 mm. percent of respondents said beer made them relaxed and nearly 45 percent said it made them feel confident a beer uh, made only 38% of the people asked uh, drowsy. I think that when you look at the discrepancies between yeah. spirits and wine and beer, okay. on the other, spirits on one hand, wine and beer on the other hand, right? that, uh, yeah, I would agree. You know, beer never made me as drunk as spirits, right? Uh, only because you would have to drink 40 beers. Right. To get to the point where um, some cocktails might get you much quicker. So while I think they're they're seeing differences okay. in spirits and beers, right. they're also what they're really seeing is the difference in alcoholic content, in my opinion. So okay. the, yeah. the, the, basically the more drunk you get, 
yeah, the more angrier you might become. True, or like how quick, how quickly you get drunk and affect your mood, maybe. Oh, right. Because if you're nursing a beer, you're not going to probably get in that rage because you're just not going <laughs> to drink enough beer in time to get there. Exactly. But if you're drinking <laughs> shots of tequila, in thirty minutes you're oh you're gone. You're there. You're gone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I mean that's important stuff because when you're thinking about you know if you are. Um, having a family event like a like your thanksgiving dinner or whatever yes. and, you're, oh, yeah. and you're inviting your family over maybe put the tequila away <laughs> don't start thanksgiving morning with tequila shots <laughs> maybe not because maybe you know where you have different factions of your family arguing about politics and religion this isn't going to help it sounds like you've attended an american thanksgiving before mark yes and so when we have thanksgiving <laughs> we yeah. have we serve skinny girl wine <laughs> which is half the wine uh, half the alcohol of your normal wine <laughs> everyone's just happy wow <laughs> and you know <laughs> you know now i see why skinny girl they probably did well mark Right. They are the drink of peace. Yes. And while most family members say, you know, you have such a nice wine cellar, Mark. How come every time we come over, <laughs> you serve us skinny girl wine? Well, I'm thinking I'm thinking about them. I'm thinking about their rage. <laughs> <laughs> my fear of your rage yeah. has has uh, prompted my Wine choice for you this evening. I'm thinking of <laughs> I love it. I love it on the wine list at restaurants, right? Yeah. They should have a rage rating. Yes, rage. One to ten. <laughs> or eleven. Uh. Yeah. And skinny girls are one. Like they could rate them in like well, this is like a two and a half domestic restraining orders rating. Right. This is like a three and a half felony rating. <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know, Billy. This has a three rage rating, so maybe you shouldn't drink this. <laughs> <laughs> and you ask your, your server, I would like something in a one or two. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're asking you your preference as well, sir. Do you like a well-rounded rage? Yes. Or more of a just an idiosyncratic rage that goes everywhere? Right. So of all the drinks, white wine was the most apathetic beverage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can see <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> it was not strongly associated with any emotion. <laughs> Yeah, I gotcha. I yeah, nothing to say there. So, I, so if you want to drink and pretty much be the same as you were three drinks in, yeah, doesn't affect your personality yeah, at all. He drink uh, after two bottles yeah. of white wine. You look over to your your partner and you say, "Wow, I'm uh, I'm very wasted yeah, right I, now." I love my husband. He can drink four cases of white wine. <laughs> And he is exactly the same. Yeah. He did our taxes afterwards. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he was quoting Shakespeare. <laughs> it didn't touch him at all. Well, and that's pretty much, and this is like cross-culturally. That you know, does sample, sum it up, doesn't it? Yeah, some of what, you know, uh, <laughs> how I feel about white wine. Actually, I, I, I do like white wine. I, um, uh, I think it's, you know, I've had some. You're saying that because you have to say that. No, no. A couple of years ago, I had some nice, <laughs> some nice white wine. It was. Back in the back in the two thousands, yeah. back in the nineties. No, it was good. I remember it because I think uh, 
remember you were you remember it because you were so level headed after drinking. We were at like a cabin and they were out of red wine and they're like, what's <laughs> like what's this clear liquid? <laughs> white wine. Like, hmm. Oh, looks, well, I can see right through it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And we we drank that night and uh, you know, we we all woke up the next morning. Perfectly sober, <laughs> no hangover at all. Like, no, no regrets. You remember the entire evening. Yeah, you know, a, just actually, I remember it quite better than I do like, like most you, evenings. You, like you woke up, the kitchen had been cleaned. You, like, yeah, you, because you, I cleaned it. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I got a lot of energy, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not drunk. I like I don't feel really especially tired. You're so I'm gonna clean the kitchen. <laughs> you're going online. You're you're making positive Yelp reviews. You know, right. you're just like it really. Right. Level easy going, level headed. Yeah, that's Just, right. When I drink, that's when I'm usually making the negative Yelp reviews. <laughs> like those guys. Yeah. <laughs> but when I'm, you know, stone cold sober, like this was a very thoughtful meal. Right. Yeah. You go in, <laughs> like you really examine the yes. experience. And although the server wasn't around much, I really thought that maybe they were having a a, a bad no, day. Oh yeah, you so emp- totally empathize. <laughs> so with them. still, you know, thumbs up for me. But you know, when you've been drinking, it's like, nah, he's got what he's talking about. <laughs> So, yeah, you're right about those reviews. So sorry about that, you know, local restaurants. Okay, so. <laughs> you are listening to the Wine Fellers, Mark. Now playing is the widely celebrated hit song, Spring Again, a Wine Fellers original song creation. Don't go nowhere. It's time to learn about the eight best drinking games you've never heard of right now.
sadness that sinks I see hope blows Soon it's time to come alive To climb that gets old it, it has a timeless quality it is it. and it makes it it's just such a festive song it makes whatever comes up even better even if <laughs> you wait enough you've lost your you've <laughs> lost your wife and kids to cancer mark yes but that's not the point no the point is what is the point the point of that saying that is not that it, of course that's bad but we are here for you that is the when we talk when we sing the when we sing the line. Yes. Let the wine fellers plant, plant a, a blissful, blissful kiss. kiss. We're here for you. We are here for you. So we feel your pain. So moving on. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> this this wine. Mark, yes, it's wonderful, isn't it? It, it is a wonderful wine. Not a nice it, it's making me a little. Um, uh, uh, well, it's red wine, yes. so it's going to be more rage-filled than a bottle of level-headed white. Yes. But um, making me v- we're asking some seriously uh, introspective questions today. Like what? Well, I don't know. Okay, well, <laughs> this will, this will, speaking of introspective questions, this will help you. This will, this will make you very introspective, this special event. Okay. Now, we're going to be talking about the eight of the best drinking games you've never heard of. 
Now, I am skeptical of this. I don't think you've heard of this. I don't think you've heard any of these. And these, this is important stuff because, you know, there's a lot of times you might not feel like drinking and you need a reason to drink, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> drinking games, yes. It's, like, it's always, you know, uh, talk about a first world problem there, right. Mark. Like, I want to get drunk. I need an excuse to but drink. But all I have all. is all this alcohol. So maybe if I invite some people over and make a game out of it uh, there, maybe yeah. we could do it and, and, and it's I, I hate to say that that uh you know i've for whatever reason felt the need to play a lot of these games i, I don't think you play any of these games well drinking games in general i know but let's see if you've heard of any of these i think you've heard of i would say you've heard of none of them let me know if it's uh, wrong i'm ready for the challenge okay these are a drinking you've never heard of and feel free to write these down if you're at home and, and, and if i if i have heard of them mm-hmm. then we should drink a, a, a drink a to that glug of wine. We'll drink if we right. haven't heard of them. But I we're, think you're we're not, playing I, our own game right now. I don't think you'll be drinking much. So here we go. <laughs> All right. Then I, if I haven't heard of them, we should drink. So the first drinking game you've never heard of, okay. as we're listening to this on the Wine Fellers, yes, is Mustache TV. <laughs> I don't think you've heard of that. Oh wow! But but I almost <laughs> want to guess what it is. You'll never guess. Mustache TV. No way. Does that have anything to do with the TV? No. Yes. Oh. It does. And a mustache. And a mustache. Yikes. No idea. So what is mustache <laughs> so The rules are simple. First, oh. draw a nice mustache somewhere on your television screen. Oh, with a permanent marker. Well, <laughs> before you listen to Joe, it does. there's a lot of caveats to these games. <laughs> you know, of course, we have, when we say this, we're going to have to say, please oh use boy. dry erase marker or, oh boy. or tape a mustache wow, to your screen. this is smart. Yeah, so just before you get out that <laughs> marker, we got to, you know, because then we get all these this, in this hate mail the next week saying, well, I did that. And, well, don't do that. All right, so first draw a nice mustache somewhere on your television screen. With your erasable marker. Erasable marker or pencil. then all (laughs) then everyone must drink whenever a face on your program lines up with a mustache oh i love it i love it and drink twice if the character already has a mustache i i think this is fantastic have you ever heard of this one i've never heard of this one yes i didn't i'm a little worried yeah that um that it wouldn't result in enough drinking. Well, I think that if you're watching a television program and you put the face like pretty much the, the mustache pretty much center in on your TV set, you're going to see some faces go across there. At yeah, some but point. but then but then it's like, uh, if you're concerned, what if it lands on their cheek? Does that count on their right. forehead? So if you're if you're concerned about that, what I would do if you're at home and you're concerned about that, and I get that. So and I would be legitimately it's a legitimate con- concern. Yes. I put the mustache dead center in the screen and then watch a news show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, it's like you never stop drinking. Drinking, I'm drinking. Oh, jeez, oh, (laughs) jeez. So if you're really concerned, can can you draw multiple mustaches on the TV? It doesn't say, but I imagine for a higher level level of dexterity, (laughs) you could do that. So (laughs) you know, these are all these are all things you can change. Wow, I love it. I love so it. you haven't heard of this one? I bet you haven't heard of this one either. Wait, wait, wait! I haven't heard of it. So drink. Oh, drink, drink Mark. I haven't heard of it. Yeah, okay. that. Well, yeah. Otherwise, right. we wouldn't be drinking. Drink right now. Gotcha. So these uh, are eight of the best drinking games you've never heard of on the Wine Fellers. The second one is no. 
Edward Forty Hands. <laughs> <laughs> you might be able to guess this one. I don't know. Is this where you basically try to pick up 10 bottles, 40 bottles with your fingers stuck inside of them <laughs> no. and you wave them around like So uh, it's it's close. Yeah, it's close. So the rules of the game are actually I've very, never heard of it. They're very simple. <laughs> Edward Forty Hands. So the players <laughs> must live in, you've heard of Edward Scissor's hands. So the the players <laughs> must live in Edward Scissor hands shoes by losing the oh, use of their no. hands. Oh, no. So at least as for as long as it takes them to empty 40 ounces. So you take 40 <laughs> ounce cans with beer in them. Or, or, or bottles, Mark. Or bottles, sure. It's it's safer with cans. And you, <laughs> or glass bottles. Don't use glass bottles. Use cans. It's for novices. If it's the first time, please use a can. And you hold on to the two cans, and then your friend- You're dim- the, the radio, the radio, folks listening to us on the radio right now can't see how ridiculous you look when you pretend- Tend to holding like the cans. holding these two cans. So your friend duct tapes, the, your friend duct tapes oh your cans- to your hands, <laughs> so that you have cans that are duct taped to your hands. You can't use your hands because oh, they're duct taped to no. your forty ounce oh, cans no. or experts bottles, <laughs> and then so so you can't so you, you can, can't do anything until you finished your two forty ounce cans. So it's fine unless you want to go to the bathroom, <laughs> uh, oh, use my. a. T- a remote, use a light switch, <laughs> open a door. Do anything other than drink <laughs> open 40s. Open your fridge, <laughs> tie your shoes. You pretty much, anything you want to do, you know, the pizza guy's here. Uh-oh. Mark, who, who, how does the last guy duct tape the bottles to his hands? <laughs> you just broke my brain. <laughs> How does the last person? <laughs> I mean, these guys with the bottles in their hands aren't doing it. But even worse, how does the first person untape? <laughs> we're finished. How does that? We're just okay. I'm finished. Like well, I'm finished. Oh, we're too. all we're, we're all finished. <laughs> like, but we're all locked in this house, <laughs> and we can't use the can't phone. The deadbolt. So we're just stuck here with our empty cans. <laughs> I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> uh, ten ten thousand years in the future, archaeologists will uncover a small dwelling in the soil where they find twenty young males, the bones right. of twenty young males. With, with, with just like, we don't know. We don't know if it was a religious ceremony or we don't know <laughs> what happened, but they all died this way, and we know it was important that they did this. <laughs> But we don't know how they did it and how they were planning of undoing it. Just, I love it. It's like a, it's like a, it's a, a secret lost to history. <laughs> it is. But it's actually lost to this game because I don't know how you do it. I need to how find has out. anyone lived to tell the story? I'll have of to find this the rules game. to this game. This is, um, I'll have to find the rules. But, but so, so, but here's one possibility. So, and w- there's different versions of this game. Okay. And one version of this game, if you don't want to drink two 40 ounces, if that's too much for you, uh, you are allowed to have one 40 ounce and then tape your hand to one burrito. <laughs> so you can finish when you're done you finish the beer and the burrito like i just it's confusing to me mark it is uh a burrito like the bottle i get it because the the product you're consuming mm-hmm. is inside of a vessel the the bottle or the right. can and so the tape 
is only coming into contact with your hand and the bottle. Yes. It's funny how how, <laughs> how I'm thinking about this here. Like, it needs to make sense to me, Mark. But so. then I imagine a burrito taped. Like, well, to tape on, bur well, on tortilla. <laughs> you're taping and the cover. I mean, you the know. Pa the paper. The paper. Well, yeah, yeah, but but it just, it gets a little dangerous, I think, Mark, don't, over don't overthink it. As you eat this burrito. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't overthink it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. The third, if you're just joining us, we're talking about the most favored, <sighs> best drinking games you've never heard of on the Winefellers, on oh. WHUP. And we need to drink, because I didn't know you the didn't last, know. Oh, I didn't know didn't the know last two one. games. Drink, Mark. Right. Drink. We're playing drinking games while talking about okay. drinking games. So the third... Game you've never heard of? Tell me. It's this is actually a game popular in Germany for whatever reason. Oh, I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. Okay. It's called Stump. <laughs> <laughs> to play, you need one hammer, one tree stump. These engineering Germans. <laughs> one nail per player, and lots of beer. <laughs> this is a real. Oh, I'm not boy. kidding. This is a real game. Oh, everyone takes turns trying to hammer down everyone else's nails. But players can't <laughs> simply swing the hammer. It must be flipped, flipped once in the air, caught, no. and brought down immediately. If, hit, if you hit someone's nail, they drink. If you miss, you drink. Wow. That now sounds this sounds good. Now, we were all worried about using permanent marker on your this television sounds, set. Sounds dangerous. This is like. It's now, I can see why the Germans would do this. <laughs> It it involves a high level of of, wow, was crazy. of something. I mean, it is insane. It doesn't sound fun. <laughs> but it's like uh, it's like um, uh, shoot the apple off your head with a bow and arrow yeah, drinking this, game. This probably doesn't end well many many times. Like you know, you end up in the emergency room. Like oh, they were playing stump. <laughs> oh, that explained it. <laughs> or or the 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 farmers that find the nails and hammers scattered about their clearing in the woods. Yes, and yes, because those darn kids. Yes, with their stumpen. Yeah, stumpen. <laughs> because you know, obviously, everybody in Germany has access to a stump. <laughs> right, I mean, yeah, yeah, and 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 I'm I'm sure that uh, that uh, what you left out was a way to make a stump. So you need a saw. Yeah, well, a two-man saw. Well, a <laughs> <laughs> the clockerspiel and clockerspiel, <laughs> and then from from the felon tree, you yeah. carve your wooden clogs. Yes, you carve. Yes, first you cut. First you cut down. First, the, first you cut down the tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this sounds this sounds like a German game. Okay, <laughs> and not. <laughs> Yes, uh. I I am I have a very weak constitution, so <laughs> I would not be playing stump. This sounds like a lot of of trouble, a lot of work. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh, come drink, on. Yes. So the next. Wait, I didn't know it. Oh, so drink, 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 drink. Okay. So that was another game you've <sighs> never heard of. If you're turning into the Winefellers, we are listening to the eight of the best drinking games you've never heard of. The next game you've never heard of, I think. I'll be the judge of that. This is also this is a game popular in New Zealand. Oh, it's my favorite little island. Is it an island? <laughs> Every continent is an island, Mark. I hear that about people, too. <laughs> so, possum. Is this what I think it is? I don't know. <laughs> no, uh, no, it is not what you think of it. Oh, as, but, you, as you scroll but, down, but, yeah, okay. No, but this sounds like a game you... No, this to me sounds like a game that would be played in New Zealand. No offense to New Zealandites. They're called Kiwis. 
Mm, no. Is that? I'm pretty sure it's New Zealandites. I gotcha. And so, <laughs> so players climb into trees like possums. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a real game. I am not making this up. This is an honest to God real game. Players, this would only happen in, to, in New Zealand where I guess there's abundance of trees and. And apparently possums. Well, people know what possum behavior is, I guess. All right, so players climb into trees like possums and start pounding back their 24 (laughs) beers, not like possums. No, I mean, not 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 a a, uh, self-respecting possum. So here's the game. Whoever drinks all their beers first wins, and whoever falls out of the tree (laughs) loses. Wow. That's the game. How long... (laughs) Can you how how long can you stay? How <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to like reduce this down from my how brain. How long can you stay in a tree, <laughs> drunk with your 24 beers? That's pretty much the game. Wow! So it turns out that after 24 beers, people don't walk around the trees too well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just feel that well, yeah. What a lonesome game. No, you're with your friends. Well, don't you each climb into your own tree? No, 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 you're on the same tree. Oh. Yeah, you're all in your tree. This sounded tree. really no, not no, fun. No, 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 you're in your same tree. We're all in the same tree. You're in the same tree. All right. Is there any, uh, can you try and make other people laugh? Sure. You're just hanging out drinking beer. Just trying. In a tree. In a tree. You just, <laughs> after 24 beers, try not to fall. Wow. And if you do fall, you can, you're out of the game. So <laughs> that's that. That was that game. Uh, but you haven't heard of that. A uh, drink, I guess. Drink again. Oh, my goodness. Pour me a little more of that wine, Mark. Right. Syrah. Uh, sir, sir, is this Shiraz or Syrahs? Syrah. Uh, it's Shiraz because it's from Australia. <laughs> so the next game is, uh, these are, if you're listening, this is the turning tuning in for the first time. This is the eight drinking games you've never heard of. On, right here. On the wine, fellas. Yeah. The next game is called the Roxanne drinking game. Like the TV show? Nope. Like, like the, the song. song. In this game, <laughs> every time they sing the word Roxanne, you, you play drink. the song Roxanne pretty close by the police on a loop. No oh boy. One team is the Roxanne team, the other team is the red light team. When <laughs> you drink, wow. whenever your team name is said during the song. So when your team name, if your team name is Roxanne, you drink every time Roxanne oh is said. And if gosh. your team name is Red Light, <laughs> then you drink every. And it turns out you drink quite a bit. This game sounds like the drinking games I'm familiar with. It's like with. when the chorus comes, yeah. <laughs> but how's the song go? Uh, Roxanne, turn on your Red Light. Yeah, Roxanne, turn on your Red Roxanne, turn on your Roxanne. Yeah, exactly. This is like my favorite drinking game the uh, consciousness drinking but game. But did you know this game? I did not know this okay. game. I'd never heard of it. So we need a drink. I hadn't heard of the game. Well, the last game, mm. the last game mm-hmm. is called Drink. Tell me if you've heard of this game. It's called Drink. Okay. All you need is a deck of cards. You guess a card and draw the top one. Mm. If you're wrong, you drink. Oh, again, brilliant. <laughs> you're going to be wrong most of the time. Well, not everyone. I, I I I picture the guy at the party, Mark. Yes. Who just really wants to get drunk, but he's so good at guessing cards. Yeah, no. Oh. And he's oh gosh, yeah. eight of uh, eight of uh, I don't know eight of question right. marks, and he flips it over, and now there's a question mark card. Right again. Ah! 
<laughs> yeah, uh, Joker. Yeah. The whole the whole yeah. room is getting plastered. Right. And he just keeps. So if that's what's happening to you, then you could bring you could play another version of this game, and it's called well, it's another version of drink, and it's it's basically every time you take a drink, mm. you take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that's blowing my mind right now. Yeah. So then, if you're a good guesser of cards, and you could play that other version. <laughs> <laughs> I like the drinking game we just came up with. Uh, whatever this is. Oh yeah, you haven't heard of this one, right? I had oh, I hadn't heard of the drinking game we're doing so right now. Time so now to drink everyone drink. at home drink right. with us. You've been listening to another exciting episode of The Wine Fellers, North Carolina's only fine wine radio program. And I've had such a great time today, Mark. Me too, Joe. But the good news is is that the fun can continue online. (laughs) You're absolutely right. Visit us online at thewinefellers.com, where you can learn more about today's program and listen to previous shows. See you next week. Songs and melodies. Change and change and sway, but they still stay the same. The songs that we sung when the dark days come are the songs that we sung when we chased them away. If I ever found a pot of gold, I'd buy bottles untold of the nectar of the vines, cause I'm gonna die. With a twinkle in my eye Cause I sang songs, spun stories Love, laughed and drank wine Tomorrow is another day The cats are out to play, to play That old rusty spaceship wants to sail Into the Milky Way again On a river of red, red wine Fires